Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on doing the word, living the word, and following the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Grateful to see the Ecclesia show up again together. Um, it is just an amazing um, time in God. I don't know about you guys, but here in St. Louis, it was really, it was very gloomy and rainy today. Uh, I know we have people from all parts of the world. We have people in Europe. We have people in the East Coast, West Coast, Midwest. Um, And so I'm just grateful because when we can see the beauty of the body all together um, with one focus on one accord, and that is to Uh, not only honor God, but to come and to study the word together. It is a very important uh, aspect to to see the bride coming together and growing together. And so if this is your first time, um, Kingdom House of Worship is a fellowship. Uh, We teach that church is not a location, but is a vocation. Because if you are to break down the word uh, church, the ecclesia, Uh, If you exegete that word, it is the called out ones, the whole congregation of God, it is people. And so what makes the building the church is when the church people are inside of it. And so we are here to grow together as the church, the living organism that God has is coming back for, says that Jesus is coming back for his bride. And that is you. Um, And so we follow the pattern of the Acts Church, Acts 242 through 47, which says they had all things in common and three aspects that it was founded on, which is prayer, study of the word and fellowship. And so simply we uh, align our lives with doing the word, living the word and following the word. And uh, this year we have been studying discipleship. The first six months of the year, we were in the being made, right? And so I've said this and will repeat it. You cannot make what you have not been made into. And so often people have the assumption that you are a disciple um, at the uh, beginning or uh, the day that you say yes to receiving the Lord as your savior and step into uh, the beautiful gift of salvation, being rescued. Um, but there is, and, and we can see in scripture, um, this appointed time where God is going to call us to walk with him in a very different way. And so we have been studying what it is to be made into a disciple. First six months, our theme scripture was Matthew 4, 19, um, which says, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men, or I will make you fishermen, uh, depending on the translation you're reading. And now we are in these last six months of the year, which is the making. And the scripture that we are founding all of this on is Matthew 28, 19, which says, go therefore into all the world, right? Um, Baptizing, um, I'm sorry, go into all the world, making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And so this is what we're studying out now. And we are in the first month of this new six months of the making, and we are in the aspect of go. And so a few things just to give us a little bit of a reminder, a little bit of a refresher. So we are um, all kind of on one accord. The word go is in the Bible 1,542 times, okay? It is in 228 verses, 45 chapters, and, and 32 books. So we see the word go 
quite often. It is important um, that we understand um, how as disciples we are supposed to go. And so a lot of times people go, when God gives us a word, we can either go prematurely, we can go with the wrong um, um, interpretation, <laughs> we can go with the wrong motive, we can go with the wrong agenda. And so as disciples, we want to make sure that we are going in, in the leading of the Lord, the leading of the Holy Spirit, and with the covering of, of God. And so we started off by studying uh, the first go, which was go with the love of the Father. And that was rooted in us going with grace and compassion. And then on Saturday, we talked about going with the authority of Jesus. And we talked about what it is to have dominion, right? And so tonight, I wanna, um, I wanna take us on a part two in regards to dominion, okay? So we are in the same heading of going with the authority of Jesus. Um, and we're talking about dominion, dominion. And so I'm gonna ask Pastor Alex to pray for us and then we are going to just get started. I just wanted to lay a foundation for those of you who this is your first time with us. So you, you know where we are. We do have um, a, a KHOW podcast with all of the teachings from the beginning of the year up till now. Um, and so, is Pastor Alex gone? Pastor no. Alex? Nope. Oh, I see you. I'm sorry. I'm always looking. No, yeah. you usually have the A there, so it, it threw me off. So, uh, if you can pray. Sure. Okay, let's pray. Well, gracious Father, we're ever so grateful for the things you do for us, God. We thank you for another opportunity to tap into uh, the he heavenly realm, God. Yeah. I'm asking you now, in the name of Jesus, that you use your servant, God, we pray for the information of heaven to fall upon her, dear God, as we have ears to hear what it is that you will share with us, the Ecclesia, God. We pray that when it's all said and done, dear God, we'll grab hold to this deep yeah. revelation and be about your business. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Guide and direct your servant. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. So today, as I, I share with you guys often, um, I am not and nor will I ever be one that is going to try to come up with something to say or try to be um, relevant. We are here to hear from the Lord and to um, be careful with his word so that when we are teaching and when we are learning that we are appropriating scripture correctly. And so today, as I was in prayer, I kept hearing the, the word domain. And so I want us to just go with me today. I want us to talk about, um, we talked about this aspect of dominion. And I want to give you just a, a, another uh, view of dominion um, with using the root word domain. So let's write this down as a definition, okay? And so a domain is an area or territory owned or controlled by a ruler or government, okay? So a domain is an area or territory owned or controlled by a ruler or government. It comes from the French word domaine, which means belonging to a Lord. The word domain, its root word, uh, domaine, D-E-M-E-I-N-E, -E, means belonging to a Lord, okay? And so, um, what we have to remember when we studied Genesis 1 on Saturday is that God gave Adam and Eve dominion. 
the reason that God could give them dominion is because dominion comes from one who already has or controls the domain, the territory. Okay. So God already was in charge. God's, the, the earth was God's domain. Heaven is God's domain. Okay. And so he, he gave Adam and Eve dominion. He told Adam and Eve that he had dominion over the, the, the waters, the seas, the birds, the animals, the land, right? And said, you have dominion here. But dominion can only come from one who already is in charge and has do a domain of a territory or is uh, a ruler or in charge of a government. We um, know that God is the ruler of the kingdom, right? We are part of the kingdom. We are sons and daughters of the king, of the king, God himself. Um, and so we are citizens of the kingdom and God has rule. He has um, domain over the kingdom. Now, as I was thinking about this, I heard the Lord say, so if I have domain over the, the land, over the heaven and the earth, then I also have domain over my people. And so then I started to think about this. Many of you, have you ever started a, a, a company or, or built a website? Who's built a website or has a website, right? The first thing that you have to do when getting a, um, a website together is that you have to have a thing which is called a domain name, right? You have to have a domain name. And that is a part of a network address that identifies who this, this actual name belongs to. Okay, so I know that Pastor Tifei has a domain name um, because she has a website that, that shares all the different things that she does. Here's what, um, as I was thinking about domain today, I kept hearing the Lord say that we have a domain name given from God to us. And so that domain would be this, uh, gods.com. See, you and I belong to God. You are gods. You belong to him. And so we are part of the territory that God has rule over. So I want us to go to Psalm 100. Um, Mal uh, Minister Malcolm, we can go to Psalm 100. Psalm 100, and we're going to just read the first three verses. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So we're going to, I want us to stop. It already, uh, the beginning of one, right, talk, talks us about shouting for joy, rejoicing. Then we get to verse three and it starts with these four, well, let me count one, two, three, four, six words. It says this. Know that the Lord is God, okay? And so I want us to walk through this scripture. I want us to break this down so that we have an, a real understanding and clarity about what Psalm 100 is saying. And so the word know there means this, that you need to acknowledge, you need to confess, that you need to reveal, and also this, you need to be acquainted with. And what are we being acquainted with? What are we confessing? What are we acknowledging? that the Lord is God, right? So Proverbs 3, um, 5 through 6 says, right, 
to that we are to acknowledge the Lord, right, in all that we do and, the, and our acknowledgement, right, to lean not to our own understanding, but acknowledge him because it is the acknowledgement that allows him to direct our path. Many of us are having roadblocks to the path God has set because we are not in a, consist, a consistent posture of acknowledgement. See, there are many things that happen in a day that we take credit for. And I will say this, a lot of you have been glory snatchers. You have, you have, you have taken the glory of God and placed it upon yourselves. And, and, and you have not acknowledged him. And, and here's the thing, we're not just to acknowledge God in the big things that look like God, but in the small things because you know he is God. And so Psalm 100 wants us, it's, it, it, it's very impactful. It says, know that the Lord is God, okay? And that word there means be certain. So confess with a certainty. Many of us are confessing God in, in, in a state of passivity and not with certainty. See, I am certain when I know someone, I am certain because of relationship. I am certain because of their character. And the thing is we have to be certain because we know we're acquainted with, right? We've, it's been revealed so we can confess. So relationship and, and dedication to who God is makes you certain. And we've gotta be certain that the Lord is God. And especially in the times and the hours that we are living in, you cannot be teeter-tottering back and forth about who God is and who God isn't. Because people are seeking truth and Jesus is the only truth. He himself says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So know for certain that Jehovah, the existing one, that's what the Lord means here, Jehovah, is God, Elohim, that he is ruler that he is divine and that he is judge. So, be a, so acknowledge with certainty the existing one is ruler, is judge, is divine. You gotta understand the divinity of God. You've gotta understand the rule and reign of God. You have to understand the judgment of God. And that this is not a, a relationship to be taken lightly, but with reverence that this relationship we have with God is sacred. We move on, it says, he who made us, right? So know that the Lord is God, he who made us. God, who fashioned and formed and produced you. You have parents that birthed you, but it is God who made you. Let's be clear that before you were chosen to be you, you were chosen by God to be. Before you were chosen to be you, to be Tifei, to be David, to be, God chose you to be. He decided who your parents would be, whether they were the greatest or the worst, he decided who would bring you into the earth. But he fashioned and formed you. It says that he knows us in the inner parts, that even in our mother's wombs, he knew us. And so he who fashioned and formed and produced us, and we are his. We belong to God. And so this right here tells me, right, because domain means belonging to the Lord. <laughs> That's 
what the word, the root word of domain means. And so God has had domain over our lives. He, 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 he has set us apart and we belong to him. And then it says, and we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We're the nation. We're the members and we are his kindred. We are sons and daughters of God, co-heirs with Christ, led by the Holy Spirit. We are kindred. And it says, and the sheep, the flock, the multitude of his pasture. And it's this, and, and, and when you exegete it, it, it says it denotes this sense of feeding because God is feeding us. God is shepherding us. Okay, so I want you to write down a few things tonight as we talk about it and just get this, this different aspect of domain, right? Of dominion and domain. The first thing we already said, dominion comes from the one who already has or controls the domain, the territory. Number two, God gave us dominion, so why? It's a question, do we walk in fear? Many of us live our, our living lives in, 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 some of us have moments of fear, but a lot of us have lived as fearful people. And yet you have the Lord not only on your side, but you belong to him. So if he already has domain rulership and then is giving you dominion, why are we, why are we afraid? We're afraid because we don't, we have not really understood the dominion and authority in the name of Jesus. We have not understood the power in the name of Jesus. We talked about this before. The name of Jesus causes knees to bow and tongues to confess. There is no other name that will do that. We don't understand the power that is behind us when it comes to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Some of us don't even really access the power that lives within us because we are the temples or the houses of the Holy Spirit. And so we're walking in fear because we still are not acquainted not only with the God of our identity, but the identity that God has given us. Number three, the world is God's pasture. We are his sheep, which gives us access that whatever he calls us to do or to be, we bring the authority of Jesus and stand with the dominion uh, given by God. Let me say it again. So the world is God's pasture. He created it. He formed it. He fashioned it. Light from dark, day from night. The waters, the seas, the mountains, the sky, the birds, every crawling thing, every state of vegetation. And all of that he called good. And then he made man and called that day very good. And then he rested. But the world is God's pasture. And we, his people, are scattered across this world. And we are his sheep. And he is feeding us. He desires to, to feed us continually with his word, with his presence, with his power. And so we are his sheep. And he gives us access. Do you know that favor is access? <laughs> that God has, has given favor to his children as we're 
living obedient lives, following his commands, seeking the kingdom first and its righteousness. And it says this, so it gives us access that wherever he calls us to be or whatever he calls us to do, we bring the authority of Jesus and stand with the dominion given by God. This is God's territory. Wherever he sets your feet. Now hear what I just said. Wherever he sets your feet. Not where you decide your feet should be set. But wherever he sets your feet, he has given you that territory. And so we cannot be passive. We cannot shrink back. We cannot fear. When God has brought us to the place he's called us to, both internally and externally, to do what he's called us to do. Some of you have not seen the, the, the territory that you've been given by God grow because you have not been standing in the authority of Jesus and you have not realized that you have dominion because God is standing with you and for you. And so you're praying amiss because you don't really, have, you're not praying knowing who's with you. Many of us are still begging God to do things <laughs> instead of understanding that he is God, that the Lord is God, that Jehovah is Elohim, that the existing one is mighty, that the existing one is ruling and reigning, and that he has everything in his hand and everything under control. So even right now, with all the different things that have happened, the pandemic of COVID, the pandemic of racism, with the tension and all the things that are happening, guess what? I know that the Lord is God, which is why I'm not shaken by what is happening, which is why I can stand on Psalm 62 and 2, which says that he is my salvation, my fortress, my rock, and I will not be shaken. Because I'm very clear and certain about who he is. I'm very clear and very certain that he made me, that I am his, and that I'm the sheep of his pasture. And so because I understand that I am his sheep, Jesus says this, the sheep knows my voice and another they will not follow. And so if I know that I belong to him, then I'm only listening for him to speak to me. And I'm shutting out everything else that everyone else, the, what other men are saying, what other people are talking about. I need to know what the shepherd is saying to me, his sheep, because he he is Lord, and he already has territory and rule over the earth. The, domain, the earth is his domain. Heaven is his domain, and he has given me dominion. And so now I walk in another level of authority and power because the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit go with me. They go before me. They stand beside me, and they're behind me. He said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. And so why should I be fearful? I'm not. Perfect love cast out all fear. And God is love. And so we've got to get really acquainted with who he is. Because you cannot go in his name if you do not know who he is. Questions, comments, concerns. Told you it wouldn't be long. You can lift your hand. Think about it for a second. Have any questions, any comments, any concerns?
Get it quiet tonight, huh? Remember, we're in the making. This is for our making. God has called some of you to do great exploits for the kingdom. You got to know that you know what he's saying. Will there be moments, right, where it, it feels big, it feels overwhelming? Absolutely. But if you don't know who he is and you don't know whose name you're going in, you won't make it. <laughs> there are people who are waiting for you to arrive to where God is going to call you to go. Some of you, God is just asking you to go in, on the inside of you, build yourself up with a go in your faith that your faith becomes more alive. Some of you have pain in your body and you're waiting for someone else to pray for you when you have the power in your mouth because you have the Holy Spirit in, inside of you to speak healing to your body. If my Bible said it's by his stripes that we are healed, either I believe that or I don't. Because right now, guys, we can't get the pastors to come and lay hands on you. Because we're not even supposed to be touching. But you have the power of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on yourself and pray the word over yourself. We saw last Saturday when we lifted up names of people and asked God to send the word. One of them is right here on screen today who literally texted Minister Suzette and said that he was feeling relief in his body. I don't know what happened. And what happened was we called his name in prayer and asked God to send the word where he was because our faith was like the centurion's faith who says, I, I understand authority. So do we understand the authority that comes in the, with the name of Jesus? Do we understand the power that rests in the Trinity? Do we understand that we serve a living God? We are not praying to statues. <laughs> this is not Buddha. We're not looking for idols to save us, but we have a true and living God who is sitting on the throne with his son at the right hand making intercession for you. I've said this before, but if nobody in this world is praying for me, guess who is? Jesus is making intercession for me. That gets me excited every time I think about that. That heaven, that heaven, we're supposed to be praying prayers our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy will be done, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That there should be a reflection of heaven and earth. And if God is ruled, if we know he rules and he reigns, then we've got to allow him to rule and reign in our lives. Yes, DG. A uh, question for you, Pastor Kai. So is it, from your perspective, do you think the issue is not so much that we believe in God, we don't believe in God enough that we don't believe in ourselves? Because in some ways I think like I could believe in God all day, but if I don't believe God could use me, what good does that do either? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he can do it. 
but if I don't believe he can use me to do it, then, because I'm coming from the premise of saying, it's, it's, easier, it's easier as humans to always believe in somebody else more than it is for ourselves. Like that's a, something we really have to work at. So I, I sometimes struggle with the question, is, it, is that really what the, what the core of the issue is? is like, because when we talk about, uh, I was talking with a friend this week about you know, how the Bible talks about how faith comes from the hearing and from the, I'm paraphrasing, faith comes from the out. hearing of the word of God. Mm-hmm. So if in a natural sense, if I grew up and I was told I was this, 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 and this, and it wasn't positive, mm-hmm. and I made that my narrative, mm-hmm but I hear this thing about Jesus mm-hmm. and I think that's great, but it doesn't necessarily automatically change the narrative I've been living in. Absolutely. Then that, then that then becomes the issue. Like until I recognize that I am made in his image and he then can use me because he knew me before I was in my mom's womb, then that's, am I making sense? You are. But, and so that goes back to the first line of the scripture. No. What do you know? What do you know about him and, you, you know, about him first that then starts to begin to reveal to you what cool. is, who you are, right? Gotcha. And so a lot of times, I mean, most of us, I don't know, any, I don't know anybody, you know, I don't know. I don't know anyone, could be someone here, that we just, we, we got saved and we never had any identity issues, right? That we didn't wrestle with you know as we're right and that's the thing and and i say this often that the yes is the beginning right the acceptance of christ your confession and your belief is the beginning but it is a a daily right um um what's the word i want to say um where you are daily exchanging right conversion right so that old nature you have to con con you know to give your old nature over to the lord as he's recreating because you are being reborn so now you have to that's why we are born again right to now step into the our original identity which is in god right where we have thought our original identity has been in the world and in sin and right and so yes knowing him reveals more of who you are i I agree with you I agree with you that there is that, you know, if you've, all you've heard is you're horrible, you're horrible, you're horrible, you're horrible, right? You're never going to mount to anything. There are people who grow up with just negative narratives. The Bible itself and God himself have come to give you the right narrative, right? And so we've also talked about God authoring our story, right? Jeremiah 29, 33, for I know the plans, that word no means narrate. And so what we have to do is allow God, right, to introduce us to who we, who he created us to be as we are being introduced to who he is. I hope that answers your question. Okay. Pastor Tifei, I see your hand. Thank you, Pastor Kai. And to your point, um, there is a difference between believing mm-hmm and trusting, they're now synonymous. And I think a lot of times we think they are and we try to function as though they are. But the reality is we may believe God can, but we don't trust that he will. Mm -hmm. And so once we start to know him, to your point, Pastor Kai, 
and to know him in the fullness of who he is, then we begin to trust it, trust him. Um, when we know that he is the almighty one, that he is the one who's, who's just the shadow of his arms, the shadow of his wings can be safety for us. When we start to understand his strength, his power, his loyalty, his faithfulness to us, the fact that God has faith in us, mm -hmm. that he believes in us. Once we start to learn more and more about his character, then we can trust him, um, trust him. Trust when he says, yes, I want you to do this. I believe you can. I wouldn't ask, God wouldn't ask us to do things if he didn't believe we could. And we have to trust that. And he's not a man that he could lie. Not a man that he could lie. You know, so it is, it is us believing that, that God, you, okay, it goes back to this. Remember when we talked about this, this idea where we're asking God if he's sure? Like, are you, are you sure? God is sure, right? Which is the beginning of this scripture says, no, for certain, like be certain. God is certain about you. So what he's called for you, what he's planned for you, he's sure about that. Anyone else? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pastor Alex, anything you want to share with us? Uh, yes, I did see Kim's hand go up. So oh, okay. I, I, Kim, go ahead, Kim. I didn't see your hand. To, did you see I tried to slide down? I saw you. Well, I, I've actually been struggling for four days. Like severe depression tried to grip a hold of me to the point where I got into bed at 5 p.m. yesterday because I just couldn't cope. I couldn't lift the spirit that mm. was trying to attach to my mind. Um, so I'm listening to this and I'm asking the Lord to minister to me. I'm glad I was able to get on tonight. Mm -hmm. um and i don't i don't know what it is because you know you know i believe god i trust god and i, and I love what pastor uh tfa just said um but you said something about um you know don't be passive with god um like just knowing you know and that is there a passiveness in certain areas uh where i allow that old man or thinking to come in and and, and get with my thoughts but what, what i like what you said is because i'm a runner right i try and run when you said um, wherever he's put your feet is where he's given you dominion over. And I think sometimes we're trying to go somewhere else. And, you know, it's like that desire of, you know, mankind, we always want to be doing someone else with someone else in a different place. The grass is greener. And I think that was a, a really another confirmation, just hearing you say it and say it again, like if you're in a place, it's because you're supposed to be there and that he's given you dominion there. And sometimes, I, I think I'm just for myself, I don't know about anyone else, but trying to stay in the position that I don't let the enemy move me mentally or spiritually or naturally that I move out of position for the dominion and authority he's given me in certain areas. Like I've been getting a little bit of anxiety about some stuff that's coming up next week because I'm wrestling with how much of my kingdom vocabulary and revelation I'm going to share in a, in a secular space, right? So I'm going, okay, how much of my, my new man do I really show? And it, it, it's really hard when you start pulling back on God again. And I'm like, I, just, I don't want a double life anymore. I don't, you know, it's like people are dying. There's nothing, you know, guaranteed. I, I don't want to live a double life. It's either all Jesus or nothing, but just using wisdom. So I'm just feeling a bit burdened, but it, it, the word blessed me. They, I took a lot of notes. 
definitely going to uh, quote you on the dominion about god.com like where gods and belong to god i love that being i work in branding it's so beautiful what you said because we're gods but yeah just comment statements i didn't have anything specific but i wanted to put that out there well we'll definitely pray for you before thank we go. you i think one of the things that many of us wrestle is is that um because by nature we compare by nature, we're always looking at what someone else is doing or what someone else has. Many of us are trying to find favor in a field we were never given favor in. And so instead of realizing that where we are is where God, right, where God has planted you, is where he's given you the favor, where he's given you, right, the, the access, many of us are still doing this. And so we're missing out on right we're like oh i can produce over there well someone's already over there right and god's like but i need you here right these people so i'm and i i know some i know you guys are probably but stop using her but she's in my peripheral but minister i'm sorry pastor t Fay. how many years ago did you go to apple valley five okay so if you've ever been to apple valley california there is nothing out in apple valley but some apples and I didn't even see the apples when I went. And I'm not being funny. There is nothing. It's a, it's a long drive and then there's nothing, right? And so someone would go, why would God send one of a, a, a Bible teacher, talented, gifted, fun soul to the desert? It is, the land is desert, deserted, spiritually is deserted. I'm not being funny. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. And for a couple of years, she was like, ah, I don't, mm, 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 Lord, 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 right? But as God, because what God was doing was growing her to another level to, for the right time at the appointed time to be released, to be fresh water in the desert. Now, if she got there and said, no, I don't want to do this. Sorry, Lord, I know you sent me here, but this, uh, this is not what I like and would have just run. Not only would she have been out of the will of God, but people would have missed what they had been praying for to come. And the assignment and the, 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 that assignment that God sent and planned for her would have been aborted. And she would have been in the wrong place trying to produce what was supposed to be produced over here. And many of us have run here and to and hither in the wrong place trying to produce fruit that was for the place we left. So we have to be careful with, you know, continuing to look all around and not be content and rejoice in where God has us now. Because where God has you now may not be where God has you forever. For some of you, this might be the place. But, but for most of us, you know, God is going to ask you to go again, you know. So rejoice and know that the Lord is God and that he has made us and we are his children and we are the sheep of his pasture. He loves us. Pastor Alex. Um, again, uh, I'm grateful for the word on tonight. Uh, 
just believing God is just really depositing some great revelation in us. But one of the things we, as we are in this second uh, a phase of, of now making disciples, there's a couple of things we have to keep in mind. Because now, you know, as much as people will watch our lives and as much as people would admire or even try to glean upon the things that God has done for us, if you really want to know the power that resonates in you, it's all about how now you can transmit that power. And so tonight I had a, a clear demonstration of just ministering to someone. We were just sitting there having conversation. And so one of the things that took place was that the person was feeling something at the moment. And once they felt it, I allowed that person to gain access to heaven because of what they were feeling, what they were sensing. When that person finished praying, he started to see the full manifestation of his prayer. Because again, I think a lot of times people will glean upon us and then if not careful, you know, uh, even with the life of Paul and, and all of those, they were, they were really, really clear about how they transmitted that power to someone. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give to you. It's really about allowing people to know that your identity is in Christ. And when you don't have to go through, because the biggest thing that's happening in Christianity is the identity crisis. People are struggling with who they are. And see, it's more to understand whose you are. Because when you understand whose you are, then you gain access to a greater you. And that moment allowed me to understand that all that God is doing for me, through me, in me, is to allow now someone to learn that access to that power and to know that that person has the same type of authority to call upon heaven and literally, as Pastor Kai talked about, bring heaven to where you are. Disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. And it was important because there's times where we have to allow people to understand there's an order to God. There's an order how he does things, how he lays it out. And when you understand how the father operates as a son who's, who's been given the inheritance of the kingdom, it's a different way of how you approach life. It's not out of arrogance. It's understanding whose you are and understanding the authority you have, and in turn, teaching people how to gain access to that same authority. Thank you, Pastor. Anyone else have anything they wanna share, input, comments, questions, concerns? A lot of, uh, a lot of power in this uh, Zoom, so if you have anything you'd like to share or add, I wanna give you a few seconds. Before we pray out, you know, we do one hour on Wednesdays, and then we'll be back Saturday morning for our fellowship, which is longer, of course. Pastor Kai? Yes. Can I jump in just before you close out? Absolutely, DG. Uh, so for the gentlemen, we're going to have the men's fellowship this Friday at 5 o'clock. Tonight, I'm going to send an email just to remind you, and then Friday late morning, I'll send a follow-up reminder. So I just want to put in a plug for that. Uh, before you plug awesome. off. Awesome. I see uh, Minister Malcolm or Minister Janelle, your hands are up. Um, I just wanted to, uh, awesome, awesome word. Um, I just want to say, I mean, that this week I have been literally walking in the dominion and authority that God has given me 
and have received such favor. Um, I, I was headhunted by a, a major tech company and I am pretty far along and uh, will be uh, having three interviews in the next 48 hours, the final interview concluding with the head of the division. So, but I was telling Pastor Alex earlier that it's- What? Um, <laughs> wow, God is just so amazing. I can't, I can't even, um, there's just so much joy in my heart because it is literally the easiest, I've, it has been so easy. And it's because I immediately started the process by saying, letting the Holy Spirit lead. I remember when I got to Disney, Pastor Kai, you know, Pastor Kai, I owe her so much money because she's constantly like, <laughs> she said so much money. Because I'm constantly like, uh, I need advice. I need you to do it. And so um, I remember right before my Disney interview, I was like, I got to prepare, I got to do this. She was like, Malcolm, just let the Holy Spirit lead. What are you doing? And I decided when this moment happened, I said, I'm just gonna let the Holy Spirit lead. And the only thing I did was go look at the mission of the company and their values. And every, it has just been perfection all the way. So I'm saying that to say that um, I've just been walking in the dominion that God has given me and the, and the power that God has given me um, and being led by the Holy Spirit. The world would tell you, you've got to do this, 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 this before interview. You've got to practice these questions and this and haven't practiced anything and just have been led. So I just wanted to say that that God is awesome. And uh, uh, I know you all will be praying for me, but I already know that God has already gone before me. So I feel Godfidence in what's about to happen. Amen. It's seven o'clock. Oh, whose phone is that? That happens like every week. Is it, oh, it's yours, Malcolm. Okay. I have not known who's that. So sorry. It's the computer. Oh, you can turn it off. But I, every week I'm like, but it does let people know what time it is. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> just like, I've been meaning to ask what I didn't ask. But I just want to say, um, you know, guys, um, y'all are, even those of you who are, this is your first time, you know, um, I know, for instance, like, um, I know Danuki's husband is a pastor. Um, a lot of you guys are leading and have influence, right? Um, and God is calling us in this hour um, to really be light and salt in this earth. People are seeking, and a lot of people don't even know right now what it is they're seeking. Um, fear is, is, is like, it is running rampant because of all the things that society is inundated with in, in their ear gate and their eye gate. And we have got to be um, a place of refuge and a place where people are finding God, that you are not leaning into what the world is leaning into right now, um, but that when they come, that you do not give back a spirit of fear for you have not been given a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. That like Malcolm says, you know, that every conversation he's had, he's allowed the Holy Spirit to lead. Understand that the Holy Spirit is to lead and guide us. He brings all things back to our remembrance and bears witness to Jesus. So people aren't, you know, people are coming um, to be refreshed, to be restored. And so um, I'm, I'm we are praying for you guys. We are excited 
for you. There's so much God wants to do right now. I'm telling you, the people of God right now, this is an opportunity to soar like never before. Um, and so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful every time I get to hear what God is doing in your lives. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the K-How Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.